Hey, it's EDB. That's Eric Deshaun Barrett. And I have a question for you. What happens when you get a bunch of people at the family reunion all united together for a common cause? How about it makes God nervous? Hmm. Let's chat about that in just a few moments. Yay! Alright. I'm I'm taking my my time to think about one or two things, right? When we think about the book of Genesis where we are, we've been here now for the entire week, took a day off for, um, you know, to do other things. It happens. But now we've been turned into chapter 10. And getting into chapter 10, you it's almost to me like you're going to a gigantic family reunion. You ever been to... A reunion, particularly if you were invited to a reunion of a friend or a spouse, and it's your first time coming to the reunion, you you're probably newlyweds, or or you're a best friend, or maybe it's a girlfriend, and you, she's bringing you around the family because she just wants you to uh, get acquainted with what goes on, and somebody comes up, Big Bertha or Aunt Lucille. And they come up and and they just start showing you around. Oh, oh, that that's that's Mama Sadie over there, and, and that, that that's that's Johnson. Johnson, Johnson is uh, that's that's Leonard's boy, and and Leonard, Leonard is uh, Crucial's boy, and Crucial is Mama Sadie. Mama Sadie had Crucial. Mama Sadie, Mama Sadie got drunk, went out there and, and met this dude and, and it, 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 too much scotch. It's, 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 this is literally what I feel when I read chapter 10. There, there's really no substance here. It's, it's, as a matter of fact, it is labeled the way that I feel it. It says it's the table of nations. It's just telling you who everybody is, who's related to who, who slept with who, who birthed who, who's, who's, uh, but then here's something that, that made me feel kind of bad. And I don't know how else to say it, except I just feel bad because I'm reading through and I'm just, it's like being at the family reunion. I don't care any of these people uh, Johnny Johnny works for CVS okay good if I ever if I ever need some medicine all right I know I called Johnny all right cool and he's not even the pharmacist he's like just the guy that runs the cash register but then you get to the the doctor you get to Dr. Alice Welch and you go wait huh and it's again it's it's sad at least to me. But it made me think about that's kind of how we are as a human culture. We will go to an event. We will look at the individuals in that event. And for the most part, we only care about the people who are somebody, the people who are of influence, of stature. It's kind of like that whole project we we can talk about where I did a podcast and I talked about the fact that there was uh, this group of people who wanted to talk about working out and they couldn't work out because they weren't a part of the upper class. So you can't have certain it's 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 
Class has always been a problem. And even in my reading, I must confess that I looked and fell under the, I succumbed to the class fanboy. When I saw the Philistines came from them, it was nothing else in this chapter. It's words that I can't pronounce. It's people that I don't know. It's lands that make no sense. It's descendants of people from coasts and islands and spread and, and Rama and Hama and Sama and Kama. But then you get to Miseram, father, the people of Lud Anam, Lahab, see, Neptula, all these names, Patharus, all, but then it's the Philistines came, and I was like, that right there is fascinating to me. That right there makes this whole family reunion worth going to. That right there is literally the person I want to talk to because now I'm going over to him because what if he can get me into uh, the Philistine camp? What if he can get me into... It's like walking up to Goldman and Sachs executive or the granny says, yeah, oh yeah, that, that's the CEO of what? Goldman and Sachs? What? what? And then you try to scooch your way over there like that commercial. Let me just scooch right in here. I'm, I'm, I've been trying to contact you about uh, your... What? Cars extended warranty? Yeah, cars extended warranty. Okay. So all that's chapter 11. 10. Now we get into chapter 11. And it gets a little bit... Alright. I'm interested. I want to play. We get into the Tower of Babel. Now, I want you to do something for me. First of all, someone go dig up Willie Jenny. Willie Jenny was the architect who built the first skyscraper in Chicago. The first skyscraper in the world, as a matter of fact. Um, I think the Eiffel Tower was first, but in America, it was. you get my point. So he built this, the, um, what do you call that place? The Home Insurance Building, which was literally 14 miles high in the air. Uh, 13 stories or something like that. It, it didn't get any higher than that back then. Built this building. And everybody's like, oh, this is the biggest building. But I must ask you to dig him up as I said and then we have to uh, beg him pardon because he was not the first the tower of Babel was the first now you can argue well the tower of Babel was the first to be started but let's be honest it did not complete the tower of Babel did not you're absolutely correct but let's talk about this Tower of Babel because the completion part is not really, or the fact that it wasn't completed, is not really the people's fault. We'll get down to that in chapter 11. But what happened at the beginning of this? First of all, before this, and, and uh, to some degree in my reading, that's why I said read this. And then come back. I would like for everybody to read, hear this, and at least listen to these twice. If you want to, 
put this on pause, go read it, and then come back. I don't, I don't know how you feel like doing that. But read this twice. We do live stream. We're actually doing live stream right now. Hi, all the people who are watching. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I probably should tell you that these are pre-recorded and then put out. And so um, if you are one of those people who want to join us on 720-1920 for our military people at night when we record these things and put them out, you're gladly welcome to do that. But the reason why they're done this way is because it's an opportunity to read this. And then tomorrow morning, Friday, one the day number six in 2023, when you come back and hear this again, then you go, huh. Like we just talked about how there was nothing interesting in chapter 10. And then I just looked down when I read the first half of chapter 11 and I went, wait, there is something interesting in chapter 10 because... When you go to 10 verse 3, actually it's verse 5, it says, For these descendants, the peoples of the coasts and islands spread out in their own lands according to uh, their nations, each with its own language. So it's, it's basically saying here, everybody was talking different. Everybody was in their own little thing. And and before that, I had in my notes, oh, this is the first time, because read chapter 11, it says the whole earth had the same language and vocabulary. So now it's like, well, wait, you're telling me the whole earth had the same vocabulary, but over here you said everybody's in their own language, their own language. Now they have the same language. What happened between chapter 10 and chapter 11? Interesting. So now we come to a place where everybody got hooked on phonics and they learned the languages of the culture, whatever the case may be, and they're all together. And I tell you something, this is probably the Sunday sermon that every Republican is going to give of what happens when everybody can get together. Maybe they would have had a Speaker of the House if they were Babylonians. Yeah, that was a shot. By now, they might have one. I don't know. What is it like? Vote number three. 4,000 at this point for Mr. McCarthy. God bless your heart. Come on now, dude. Sit down. It's, it's over. They don't want you. Accept it. Just sing like what other girls say. If you don't want me, then don't talk to me. Go ahead and free yourself. Something like that. So the more, they, they were together. They were like, hey, come let us make oven-fired bricks. Then said, come let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the sky. That's where the skyscraper came from. Then it says, we're coming to make a name for ourselves. Let's make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we will be scattered throughout the earth. So, now you have these people who have a ultimate goal. They have a vision for who they are and what they want. And they're willing to unite themselves to do it. And this makes God scared. I don't know if that's even safe to say. And I'm sure some people will call heresy for me saying that. But God seemingly gets scared. He's like, hey, 
if they have begun to do this as one people, all having the same language, this is verse 5, nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. You hear that, Republicans? You hear that, Democrats? You hear that, Congress? Mostly the Republicans at this point, because, again, they can't find out who daddy's going to be right now. So God gets at this point where he's like, I got to do something. Are these rat bastards going to be up here in my house? So he goes down and he causes confusion. He goes down and he rips up languages. He goes down and he rips up ethnicities. He goes down and he rips up nationalities. He makes them so confused that they can't work together. They can't talk together. And they can't a do anything that could infringe upon what he's trying to protect, his heavens. That's God. That's irrelevant to the call. The point that I took from this was what would have happened if these people had a really got together and said, you know what, we're united, we're one, but let's do something that is awesome sauce for the whole world. That is something that is better than ourselves, that increases who we are, but not intensifies what we want ourselves to be. What if we had done this unified and selfless? What if Kevin McCarthy had said, let's find the person that best gets everybody on board and we're going with them instead of me having a big at. Mm, okay, never mind. So now this world is scattered. And we get back into the family reunion. It's almost like we just took a break. We went over and we hung out and played Legos or, or basketball or putt-putt or volleyball. And then we're back to, because some new people didn't show it up now. We got a new family here or a new portion of the family. And they're coming and we're back to the whole thing of who meets who and all this other stuff. And you're bored and don't want to talk about it. But then... We get down and it gets interesting again because now we come to Abraham. In verse 31, Terah took his son Abram, his grandson Lot, Hanra or Haran's son, and his daughter-in-law Sarai, his son Abram's wife, and they set out together from Ur of the Chaldeans to go to the land of Canaan. But when they came to Haran, they settled there. And Tarah lived 205 years and died in Haran. So now we know in this great Family reunion is not only the people that are the Philistines, as I just hit you with that microphone, I'm so sorry. But now we know here is Abram. And you know who Abram is. If not, that's what we'll pick up next time. Friends, I thank you for listening. And on behalf of the platform by which you've chosen to consume this, I thank you as well and ask you to do whatever is needed to make sure that you get these pieces of business each and every time they are released to the internet. Also, 
how about if you know hit that subscribe button on YouTube you can uh, actually participate in these uh, recordings if you will we kind of record them live on YouTube and then put them out here it's kind of a thing for you to hear it and then come back and hear it here after you heard it yesterday and meditate on it and then you find huh I didn't see that yesterday it's kind of like a double dose of it you know what I mean anyway you can do that find a way to support us all that stuff's going to be down in the show notes all right it's great spending time with you we'll do this again lord willing and the crick don't rise until then for me and mine unto you and you Laters.